Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, my darlings. So this is a highly requested episode with my girl, Alyssa Vitti, who has changed many of our lives. This is a gorgeous episode that is very dense with a lot of information. So I want you to know that like, I heard all of your questions and I read them and we answered as many as we could, but I can't advocate enough. Like cycle syncing seems very overwhelming and super complicated, but if you download her app, which is totally free, this is your best friend. This is the best way to do it. And then you'll start getting a hang of it and then you'll start understanding what to do. But the app is going to tell you every day what to eat for breakfast, what grocery list you need for that, you know, part of your cycle, what workouts you're doing. Use it as a guide. And she's worked so hard on this to provide this for us for free. And I'm just so thankful for it. So please, please, please enjoy. I think I've told you this before, but the first podcast we did together when I was trying to get pregnant and couldn't and was having a giant bulletproof coffee on an empty stomach every morning and fasting until 2 p.m. and doing HIIT workouts. And you were like, hi, everything you're doing is wrong. (laughs) In a very gracious way. In the nicest way possible. (laughs) That's my most listened to podcast still to date. And when I get my reports on all the, all my reporting on the podcast of what does, it'll, it's still in the top. It just, it's the podcast that keeps on giving. Oh, well, I'm, you know, glad that women are getting value out of information that can be relevant to them. And I think, you know, it also speaks to the fact that there's still such a gap in our understanding about what we should be doing. And I think that gap really comes out of you know, this lack of research and inclusivity of women in research. And then, so then we've just been fed a lot of information that's contradictory, that's not appropriate. And we've been, you know, on this treadmill of trying things like you were trying because quote unquote, they're supposed to be good for us. And that's like the latest trend. But meanwhile, they're just not factoring in your actual cyclical hormonal patterns. And it's just, doing you wrong, you Mm -hmm. know, and, but you, you're trying, you know, and I just want to applaud that every woman like you really has so much, like when a woman ever says, well, I lack willpower. I just like, just hold, try to hold up a proverbial mirror. And I'm like, wait a second, you have, you have stuck with all these things, even when they don't make you feel good. Willpower (laughs) is not the problem. You are not deficient in willpower. 
you have it in spades. You've just been, you know, you don't Doing feel it wrong. good you just because you're using the wrong thing. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back. How, at what point in your career did you realize that cycle syncing was completely vital to a woman's life? So it's actually part of the first, my first book, Woman Code. It's far, it's part of the flow protocol that I wrote about in Woman Code. It's the fourth step. And it's the fourth step because, you know, that book was written for women who were in the midst of their own hormonal problem, like PCOS or fibroids or endometriosis mm-hmm. or something active that was really a problem. And you can't often start a cycle syncing practice until you address and triage, you know, the endocrine system first, right? If you've got a lot of inflammation, if you've got, you know, no cycle, for example, if you're still on birth control, you've kind of got to deal with that. Yeah. So that's what Woman Code was for. But I mean, it had been in my practice. Obviously, I had been in practice for years before I published that book. Yeah. So at what point in your career were you like, this is it? I think it just, I, I mean, I always, when I created it, felt like it was a really important component. But then as I sat down to put the research together for the second book and that at that point uncovered the infradian biological rhythm, Mm. then it just became like, felt very critical to really make sure that women understood that equal as in importance as caring for your circadian rhythm, we have this other rhythm that no one had heard about that we have to care for. And the cycle syncing method is the best way to do that. And so that just that whole methodology became much more expanded and and refined. And so it's, it's been part of the journey for the past 10 years. And now I think. Congratulations on 10 years. Thank you. It's also 10 years of flow living as well. And, and at the same time, I think it's just something that since the publication of in the flow, the second book in 2020, it's just kind of gone viral now on, on TikTok and Instagram. And and it's, it's exciting to see, you know, so many women feeling validated and supported, uh, around their cycle and their hormonal phases that they, feel super excited to like share what they're eating in that phase or which workouts they're doing. I've heard women are posting on their LinkedIn feed no. what phase what phase of the cycle they're in. So if you want to schedule a meeting, just like be aware. And I'm like, that so is cool. so cool, you know? And it's beyond just the physiological benefits, right? Like, so what I mean is I think women are getting so much more out of the cycle syncing method than just taking care of their cycles. You know, they're getting just like a new center of gravity for themselves, a new perspective on how their hormones affect every aspect of their lives. They're, they're unhooking from traditional models of productivity that support male hormones and really living into an exploration of, well, what does it look like for me to be a productive female with female hormones? And feeling comfortable and confident to like live that lifestyle. And that's really cool because it's a direct way. It's like a practice that can kind of help you unhook from some of the, you know, ways in which our environment that's not set up to support women. Like it's like a way to unhook from that, like kind of main mainlining that as opposed to just talking about it. It's like really living it. 
you saying being productive, like really resonated with me because I think about how like every month of my life since I was 10 years old and I'm 36. So 26 years of my life having a huge chunk of that month where I am just not productive and I'm going to like sit in school and suffer and suffer at work and suffer on trips and stuff, you know, just even, yeah. I mean, last year I was on like a work trip and got out of the car and there was blood down to my ankles. You know? And I, it's just like, fuck like, okay. And I, I remember everybody looking at me horrified and I was like, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. Don't feel bad for me. I'm not embarrassed. My stuff's in the car. We're not changing the plans. I'm going to just give myself a little bath in this restaurant bathroom and I will be back. Like, because I was just like, I'm used to it. It's fine. You know? And so it's just crazy that I've gone to however many doctors and it wasn't until this year that someone was like, yeah, this isn't like you have PCOS or you, you know, three years ago telling me this isn't normal. <laughs> like, like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an important thing that you're bringing up, which is so many of us accept the conditioning that we've all inherited. You know, it's like legacy conditioning that just says, this is going to be bad. Yeah. And you, there's nothing you can do. So just accept it and muster through as best you can, you know, yeah. like that's, kind of the, that's kind of the, the MO. And, and I just want to really underscore that that is wholly unscientific and inaccurate, mm-hmm. right? Like your body was designed to be very efficient when you have any symptom, for example, excessive bleeding, right? Mm -hmm. What does excessive bleeding even mean, right? For most, if I asked the average woman what that means, she would say, well, it just means that I need to change my tampon every hour, right? Or that I might have, I might have a situation like that. I went to the emergency room because I was bleeding out at one point and Davide, I looked at him and I was like, there's no way this is normal. And he was like, I don't like, I, I, there's like blood pooling on the floor and I went to the emergency room and they diagnosed me with just excessive bleeding. And then they gave me progesterone. Well, that's at least, you know, helpful, right? A lot of times when, a lot of times when we go into the doctor's office, talk about their excessive bleeding and they're like, well, that's just part of the deal. You know, just, you know, I know it was, imagine just being told this is, yeah, what you have is excessive bleeding. I'm like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) I'm literally sitting on a fucking pee pad in here. Like, because like, you don't have, I'm bleeding through the pad. Like, obviously. Right, but, but you know, and that's just, so yes, it's, yes, I, I agree with you. It's a little captain obvious of a, of a thing, but, but most of us don't like, you know, think, well, what's the, what's the reason behind that excessive bleeding? We would just say, oh, it just means that I have all this excessive bleeding. What well, is well, it? Why do we have that in the first place? Well, you know, let's just back up to the uterus itself. Your, you, your body every month is 3D printing this special organ called the endometrium, mm-hmm. right? And the hormones that feed that growth are is estrogen, right? Mm-hmm. If anybody who has been through an IVF process knows, they actually will measure your estrogen levels and based on that, determine what they expect your uterine lining thickness to be such that they would then know if they need to prescribe 
estrogen patches to help you during that time when the when the endometrium is being formed to give you a more robust endometrium for an implantation, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a straight shot. Estrogen levels equals endometrial thickness, right? Got it. If you have too much estrogen and you make a really overly, un, like too much thick, right? Too many, too much endometrium. That's the issue, right? And then of course, after the hormone levels drop, both estrogen and progesterone towards the tail end of your luteal phase, and now you're shedding that endometrium, there's going to be a lot of discharge, right? Mm. So the issue is not that somehow for some random reason you are randomly just bleeding. A bleeder. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not just like a bleeder. It's the, it's that you're you have to back up into the cycle and say, oh, I'm having too much estrogen. I'm not potentially making enough progesterone to oppose that estrogen, and I may not be metabolizing that estrogen efficiently, so it's circulating in my bloodstream longer, having longer term effects on this endometrial growth, and now. You know that for a fact because the bleeding is heavier, longer, clottier, right? Mm, mm -hmm. That's the deal. And so now it's not a mystery. Now you can solve that. In fact, one of the the most, we don't have an enormous product range because they're very specifically formulated to be beneficial in a lot of different directions. But the the release uh, formula is very popular because we have women like you who've been like, you know, who think they're just these heavy bleeders for life, you know, it's like a club, heavy bleeders for life, I think. And <laughs> that's yep. a club you don't have to be part of it. It turns out if I'm you, in you... club, clotty, heavy blood, heavy bleeder. <laughs> Thank you. If you, in the release product, you know, there are things that help your body metabolize estrogen really cool. efficiently. And so, you know, it's really rewarding to have women come in right and say, Oh my God, I, I didn't have to change my pad every hour. I like had a normal bleed and that's possible when you support your body strategically, right? And I think mm-hmm. that's fun for women to just recognize that it's a surprise. I think it's a surprise at first and, and then almost like a disbelief, like what? And then then there's a little annoyance because you're like, wait, I really would have loved to have gotten this information I know, a little way bit sooner. sooner. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, we're we're doing the best we can to, to uh, get the information out to as many women as we can that, you know, Flow Living was built because I'm like patient zero, you know, and I I went through this experience of having all sorts of hormonal problems, having access to the best doctors, being told there was, first of all, for seven years told that there was nothing wrong. And then when I brought what I thought was the correct diagnosis and having that confirmed was then told, well, we got nothing for you. You know, we can maybe put you on some medication as you get some progressively worsening symptoms around your PCOS and I just thought, are you, that's, yeah, it's, that, that's it's, it. it's like, yeah. it's like we're in like the most, even 20 years ago when I was going through this, it was still from a women's health point of view. No, we still, live in the future. We are the Jetsons at this point. There has right. to be solutions. We're now for in the things. future, right? So yeah. we're in the most technologically advanced time in all of human history. And you're telling me you pretty much have got not much for me and there's no, no cure. I was, like, I was just like, that just doesn't sit right with me. And so I just felt really inspired to help myself. But then I made a, I mean, I don't know how I, why I, I did this, but I, I made myself a little promise. I said, if I could figure this out and it is possible to get better, then I really do want to build a platform that just helps everybody. Because the way that I experienced that, the way that I felt so afraid and terrified and sad and like, I mean, the things that they tell you that could go wrong are not pleasant. You know, no. the prognosis is not fun. No. 
And I just thought, I don't really want, I don't want to feel this way. And I certainly don't want anybody else to feel this way. So I've been on a mission for a long time to build a hormonal healthcare platform to redefine what hormonal healthcare looks like. And it really is a daily practice. It's, it's like a daily thing that you do, you know, yeah. like, for example, dental care, right? Dental mm -hmm. health care. You go to the dentist twice a year, but then you brush your teeth and floss every day. Yeah. We need to be doing the same thing for same kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. same. I just think, and that's the, that's the disconnect where we don't think of it as like a daily practice. We think we're victims of mysterious hormonal problems and there's nothing to be done. And we go to the gynecologist annually and then that's it. And I'm here to say for sure that that's not what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. You want to understand how your hormones work. You want to be active, actively caring for them every day. The cycle syncing method is certainly a way that is a way in for a lot of people. But if you have something more serious, you may not be able to start with that. And you, and then that's really where flow living can be a support for you and a resource for you to come and, you know, figure out what your symptoms need and get a customized care plan with supplements and lifestyle that can help you navigate quickly to feeling a lot better. Summer is here, my people, and nothing really embodies the summer California dream like Jenny Kane. Have you seen their site? It's the most aesthetically pleasing and minimalistic haven for apparel and home goods. My life was personally transformed with their home goods. Um, I sit on their couch in my living room every single day. No matter what the season, their dresses are the it item you will get a million compliments. The Riviera slip dress is the definition of luxury. I wear that dress with heels out over to dinner. I wear it lounging around my house to feel cute and chic and sexy. The Cove dress is also so effortless to style. You can just feel the difference. And Jenny Kane is really known for their luxury, lightweight, perfect for any season sweaters from the classic cotton cocoon cardigan, which you have seen me wearing for years and listen, for summer, you definitely want the cotton fisherman sweater. It's the cutest thing. Throw over your shoulders, just like the best-selling Chloe crew neck. You know, everybody needs a good summer sweater. Those are the fabulous core pieces that I always recommend. Listen, Jenny Kane believes in one thing, and it's the art of simplicity with a focus on comfort, quality, timeless design. Jenny Kane makes pieces that truly never go out of style. And I have to tell you, I'm honored to work with them on this podcast because it's a brand that I have watched grow from almost day one as like a fellow Californian entrepreneur, Jenny Kane inspires me every day and what she built is beautiful and the pieces are just to die for. So find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code BEST at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at JennyKane.com. That's JennyKane.com spelled J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com promo code BEST. Explain the various phases of your cycle. Let's give like a little baseline because we have tons of questions. But I think the feedback I get the most is that this feels overwhelming. And it's not, but I understand that it feels overwhelming. But I, I think if you break it down, if we can just explain it and break it down and kind of explain like what's best during these phases and how we can support ourselves in those phases. First of all, anything new you can look at like with two, two things, totally. right? You can say it's overwhelming or you can say it's invigorating. It's the mm -hmm. same like chemical mm -hmm. in the brain. It's just like, which word do you want to give it? So, you we're know- We're calling this invigorating. We're going to say it's invigorating because it's stimulating to learn something totally new, Absolutely. right? So first and foremost, try to give yourself a lot of space and grace when you're learning something new. And 
don't put an expectation on yourself that you have to like fully understand and be a subject matter expert immediately. And then second thing that you should do is download the free MyFlow app. It's, you know, because what that I use. Is, it's now free. It's, it's, it's part of our 10 year anniversary celebration. We've made it free and you can just get the specific reminders of where you are in your cycle and you can be given all the guidance for each of the phases with food and with exercise. So that just makes it so much easier. But let's get into the phases because it's 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 sweet and short and you know there's only four of them so you don't have to learn <laughs> that many, right? So there's the follicular phase where the okay. little eggs are developing on the ovary. There's the ovulatory phase where one of those eggs is the star of the show and she <laughs> travels down the fallopian tube and she's like, you know, she's doing the can-can. <laughs> and then <laughs> you can't see, but I'm dancing. And I then, will remember that for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, You know, nobody loves your period more than me. And like, it just, I can't hide it. I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're in your luteal phase, which you know, is my favorite phase. I know everybody loves ovulation because that's your like sexy time, but mm -hmm. there's nothing like progesterone. When, and I know that you might not believe me because for most women, the luteal phase is the hell phase. You know, it's PMS. You don't feel like yourself. Yeah. You have all the symptoms, but that's only because you don't have enough progesterone. Got it. If you had the right amount of progesterone, which is more it should be cruising. greater than your estrogen level in that ratio for the luteal phase, then you're going to have symptoms. But when you have the right amount, you feel unstoppable. I mean, oh it's, it's such a powerful hormone. If anybody's ever been pregnant, that's say, like, second trimester. I was like, I'm taking over this planet. Right. And that's what you're supposed to feel like for the 10 to 12 days leading up to your bleed. That's so wild because it is the opposite for every single person that I, right. that is but like, that's because most women, are walking. <laughs> <laughs> most women have a lot of estrogen dominance and insufficient amounts of progesterone. And we can talk a little bit about why that is because that's very fixable, very fixable. And if you have PMS, you have to take that seriously. I mean, not, not for nothing, but the NIH published a study a couple of years ago, maybe 10 years ago now called the biocycle study that showed that if you have PMS, just garden variety PMS, we're not talking about anything official here. Yeah. If you have PMS that goes untreated during your reproductive years, it increases dramatically your risk for developing the four big diseases of inflammation postmenopausally. So that's diabetes, heart Fuck. disease, cancer, dementia. The, everything is connected. You know what I'm saying? So we should oh not be, we should not be joking. You Why know, we is have this, this not like the front page? I mean, because we don't do any preventative care in this country. It's fucking unbelievable. Like these are like your moms and your daughters and your grandmothers that we're talking about. Right. Like, and, and that's what I'm saying. I think we should stop joking about our periods. Like, yeah. oh, this is my week where I feel like, you know, ha ha ha. I'm this PMSing person or, oh, this is my shark week. Ha, ha. You know, we yeah. joke about it because we're uncomfortable, because we're uneasy, because we're uncomfortable. But if somebody comes to you as a friend and is saying, you know, you're having these symptoms, you should like grab them around the shoulder and be like, wow, that's really serious. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, because even if somebody just hears that reflected back to them, that's game changing because that's not what we typically hear. What nope. we do instead is, oh, yeah, me too. 
right? I have the same problems. Let's commiserate and, and socialize over our pain and share our suffering instead of talking about, oh, wow, that's really serious. What should we do about that? Right. Mm -hmm. And if we just start doing that with each other, instead of joking about, it, I think we would very rapidly change less everyone's sort of natural set point to, you know, just really decreasing our tolerance for this kind of stuff is yeah. it is a biomarker. Let's put it to you this way. Think about all the dudes that are biohacking these days, mm -hmm. right? That, I mean, they're just like spending a lot of time being very like finely tuned in to every little thing about blood sugar yep. and hyperbaric chambers and cold plunges and all the things, right? To really optimize and nootropics. If men had a PMS symptom and they were trying to be their optimal selves, do you think they'd be joking about it with their buddies being mm -hmm. like, oh man, you know, got the bloating this week, but you no. know, what are you going to do? They'd be all over It would be that. a worldwide crisis. <laughs> it, it would be like, there'd be a summit about it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? There'd be something. And Huge summit. So, so they're just, you know, I only bring that up because we don't need to wait for anybody to give us permission to take this seriously. You just have to take it seriously. And then you just have to help your friends, your circle of friends yeah. take it seriously. And then like, you know, pretty much when women decide to do that collectively, things change pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Okay. So what are we oh, doing? Wait, so I got stuck on the luteal phase yeah. and then there's the bleeding phase. Yeah, then, right? we'll, then we have then, menstruation. And then you're bleeding, right? And so you have these four phases. Each one has a unique hormone ratio or hormonal pattern and you've got to take care of each one so that you set each one up for success because they all work together. So, and we're a mess because of stress, environment, birth control, not hit. Like most of us are just. Well, we're disrupting the systems of our body without realizing it. So for example, when I met you, you were like fasting in the morning and having the caffeine and eating salad and. <laughs> And not losing any weight, but like torturing myself at Barry's boot <laughs> and camp. And the juices and the smoothies. So much juice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, basically, and then, you know, the, the waking up and going to sleep and burning the candle at both ends. And so we're mm -hmm. disrupting our circadian rhythm. We're disrupting our ghrelin and leptin response. So we don't know when we're hungry. We're not hungry at the right times and we're overeating at the wrong times. Oh. Then we're in a place where we're disrupting blood sugar because of yeah. all of that, which absolutely affects ovulation then it affects cortisol because disrupted blood sugar then starts to, you know, insulin and cortisol kind of hang out together when there's a crisis. And when we have elevated insulin and elevated cortisol levels, that definitely disrupts ovulation and starts to suppress progesterone production. I was about to say, then, doesn't your body use progesterone to make cortisol? It, it doesn't use progesterone per se. It, so the, the bigger hormone at play is called pregnenolone and that's broken down into cortisol and progesterone. But yes, it's referred to as a progesterone steel. It's not exactly accurate, but it's, it's directionally correct that if you have all this elevated insulin and cortisol, it can start to have a negative impact on the amount of progesterone you produce because why? Because your hormones are manufactured from you, the micronutrients available in your body, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, if you are pulling from that, let's say micronutrient bank, right? Uh -huh. It's not an infinite supply, right? Cause that's why we eat, right? You eat food mm -hmm. to replenish your micronutrients, your electrolytes, your amino acids, your fats, 
And then you use them throughout the day for your body to do things. And then if you keep stressing yourself out by irregular eating patterns or having other stressful lifestyle habits, then you're using up all your micronutrients, let's say, throughout the day more quickly. And depending on how you're replenishing, you may not be able to kind of keep up, right? And then we get into like a a, a sort of perpetual deficit. And now you have PMS that sort of feels more persistent. Mm -hmm. And because only because of the conditioning that you receive that says PMS is normal, which it's not, Mm -hmm. it's a hormonal imbalance, you don't pay attention to it and you just continue to let it happen. Meanwhile, that's a major red flag equivalent to you having an elevated temperature, elevated blood pressure. Mm. It has, it's now considered a fifth vital sign by the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology. So from a medical, from a medical point of view, from the medical community, anything to do with your cycle is equivalent to the other four vital signs in importance. I had no clue. Right. So you don't have to just take my word for it because I love your period. It's also like medically validated that your cycle is an essential biomarker. Wow. Right. So if you have any symptoms at all, you got to get on top of it. Yeah. Right. And the solution is not that you're deficient in synthetic birth control. Yeah. Which that's not they gave to me like candy for my cysts (laughs) when I was in eighth grade. Right. And, and, and I think that's the, the thing that's exciting is that we now could maybe have a conversation that says, well, it's obviously not a cure, right? So what do we do instead? And that's where the cycle syncing method can be really helpful because it's based on, you know, modulating food type, calorie amount and workout intensity to match each of these four phases of the cycle so that you can really optimize your hormonal function in each phase and not interfere with it accidentally. So for example, if you don't increase caloric intake at the right phase, right? Specifically the luteal phase when we know we need 279 more calories per day. Hello, we need to eat more in the second half of our cycle, right? If you don't, and you still try to have your salads and your smoothies and you, and you do your intermittent fasting and all this, you will, ghrelin will take over. You will eat more than you want to at a particular moment. You will jack up your blood sugar and then your insulin and then your cortisol. And you are going to disrupt your whole progesterone situation in that cycle and the next, right? Yeah. Because it sort of a builds on each cycle builds on the cycle before. So it's, really important to get it right. Well, we feel that like I was driving home from an appointment with David and Carmela the other day. And I had only had like a pro we were like, so rushed. I was working. The appointment was far away. I'd only had like a protein bar and I was very hungry. I was famished. And I was like, let's go get a burger. Like I was like, I really want a burger. I can feel my body was like, I need red meat. And where before, by the way, I got a burger. I had it with no bun because I knew that whatever. And I put it on top of a giant salad and I had like two patties with like all the yummy stuff on a big fat salad. And I felt awesome, felt really satiated. And I was like, this is what my body wanted. Where before that's something that I would have said, ugh, it's so annoying that I'm getting these like period cravings. And I would have Try, try to fight them to fight it big time it, or now yeah, but I'm just later like, you would have been like you know elbow deep at some point in 100 yeah i would have tried to start, and that's where i used to be very bingy and i have completely stopped 
I mean, I don't remember the last time I used to like walk into the kitchen and hope that no one could hear me and just shovel my whole life shovel or even at a friend's house. Like everyone would have restraint that have little bits of things and keep it moving and enjoy the conversation. And the entire time I would just be like, all that food's on the table. And I'm like dying to just go over there and shove my face until I want to throw up. And I have completely stopped doing that. But I think that's a lot of the behavior of so many women who are trying to do the wrong things for their bodies at the wrong times. Oh, this is one of my favorite brands to tell you about because it's so important because I know many of my listeners are making money doing freelance work or running a solo small business. And if I could advocate for anything for you, it's that you invest money at the beginning doing things properly because you will save so much money. And know this from me because for years I was utilizing a bunch of random different people to try to get my stuff done and I lost and wasted a lot of money. Okay. If you want to focus on your passion and not your paperwork, you have to know about collective.com. Collective is the all-in-one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs. Especially if you're making north of $60,000 in profit a year, you need this to save money. And here's what I mean. Collective handles all of your paperwork from corporate formation and compliance paperwork, taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, and even payroll. If you did these things separately, you would be spending a lot of money. And if you're not doing any of these things, you need to like yesterday. This is the perfect marriage of technology plus human tax and accounting experts. They are there to guide you to help maximize your savings and take away your busy work. If you have already made money this year, they have the best deal for you. If you don't have an S Corp election by now, right now through June 30th, Collective can save you thousands of dollars on taxes in 2023 because they're able to backdate your S Corp election to January 1st. If I tell you anything, do this. In fact, collective members can save on average $10,000 per year on taxes with this structure. Please, I'm telling you because I made these mistakes. So again, act before June 30th to save potentially thousands of dollars in your 2023 taxes. Go to collective.com to save on taxes this year and have someone who knows what they're doing handle your setup, your accounting, your bookkeeping, and your taxes, even your personal taxes. That is collective.com. Bionic harnesses science to make shoes that bring balance to our lives. Bionic shoes are designed for dynamic movement. So you feel energized and confident all day. So whether you need sneakers for long walks or a cute shoe for your office, maybe you want to wear some heels, but you want them to be shockingly comfortable or better yet, you need slippers that support you. If you're going to rip around your house being cozy in slippers, make sure they're supporting your body. Bionic offers all of those shoes for every day, all day, and every occasion. This house is full of the slippers. My mom has the cute little leopard loafers. The heels are to die. I actually got a bunch of the heels for my mom because she hasn't worn heels in years because her feet hurt her so bad. Bionic's exclusive VO motion technology aligns and balances the whole you feet first. Like this brand was created by scientists. So you're wearing cute stuff that is scientifically going to balance you because balance begins with our feet and it moves through our bodies. When we're in balance in our body, we can be in balance in our lives. And I will tell you this. 
We got some bad backs in this house and everybody's feeling very good around here. They even offer a 30-day risk-free trial, so there's no reason not to buy. Use code BEST at checkout for free shipping at vionicshoes.com. That is code BEST for free shipping and get your body feeling good on me. It's so hard to navigate just take like this basic thing of feeding yourself is so hard to navigate when you don't factor in like this hormonal in influence on your metabolic rate, mm-hmm. right? You just, you're just walking around without the ability to really make the right choices. And it can feel really frustrating. It can be very triggering. It can be very challenging. And, and everybody is coming by that honestly, because where are you getting this information? Yeah. Right. And, and you need it early on. Right. This so like, yes, I would say if you are, if you know a mom who has a daughter who is about eight or nine, the conversation that you have at eight or nine is, by the way, here's how your body works. No, no, you don't, you don't dump it all on a fire hose. I like a, I like a drip. <laughs> okay, I like, what a, is it, what I like is a coffee drip method. I'm like, I would say, Hey, by the way, you know, cause my daughter is eight and a half. Right. So I say, Hey, by the way, you know, at some point, we don't know exactly when, but at some point soon, she has an older cousin who has started developing. So we reference her and mm-hmm. we say, at some point, you're going to start to go through some changes. And this, the main thing about this change is that you're going to go from feeling the same every day to feeling different four times a month. Oh, and wow. we're going to like help you navigate what you need to do to feel your best those different weeks of the month. She's like, that's so exciting, right? Oh, Right. So it's, that's all we know right now. That's all she's, you know, I haven't gotten into the, the, the fit, the other physical things. Oh, I remember my mom sitting me down and being like every month, like an unfertilized egg is good. And I remember we, my mom laughs about it once a month. She brings it up. Cause I said, ew, my, your period is a rotten egg. And so I, I think, I, I think that we focus more gross than it needed to be (laughs) on the physical stuff, which feels really hard. It's hard to connect with that. Totally. You know, it's like, it feels very like it's almost, it's, too, and it's, you know, it's funny. It's too, it's too conceptual. For I children. like what you're saying because usually now this new wave of parenting is like, you need to be honest and tell them what's happening, but kids are just little. And that is a lot of information. So it's nice to just, I like, a, dri- right. I like a drip, you know, it's mm-hmm. like cooking. You can always add more salt, but you can't untake it the away. Food. Yep. You just can't. Right. So slow and steady. And so, and, and you back into that too. I mean, I mean, I started with her young where we would, as soon as she was old enough to have this type of a conversation, I'd be like, all right, let's look at your poop today. How did you do? Are you having enough water and vegetables? And now she can, and that was on purpose because I wanted to give her a habit that was something that she would just normally do. Like, oh, I look at biomarkers and we didn't call it a biomarker because she was like five or six. And I was like, I look at biomarkers and then I respond with an action. So yep. she comes to me and said, yep, it looked like this. And I say, okay, so what should you do when it looks like that? She said, oh, I need to have some more vegetables. What can I have tonight? Cute. Right? Yeah. And great. so autonomy, and because then when it comes time for her to be dealing with that, with her own cycle syncing practice, she's gonna be like, yeah, I'm feeling really hungry today. I'm in this phase what should I have for breakfast? I'll be all over that, like sweet potatoes and and smoked salmon, you know, yeah, like I'll yeah. be, it'll, be, it'll be great. But it, you can't just kind of like drop that in on a person cold turkey because that is a big change to go from 
having one biological rhythm where you do feel the same every day to having two biological rhythms where you're Mm -hmm. operating with a sort of daily pattern and a monthly pattern, right? And you have to set girls up to feel excited and empowered about that. Mm -hmm. And we have to do that for ourselves too, because that's what's going on for you too. And that's what's so powerful about the cycle syncing method is that you're handling that monthly clock in the most efficient way possible so that you can feel your best every single day. Cause there shouldn't be a phase of your cycle where you're like, Oh yeah, this is my bad phase. Yeah. Totally. There is no bad phase. They're all just different, so but crazy. they're equal. They're equally good. Mm-hmm. And you should feel your best every day. So you dial it in with calories. The first half of the cycle in the follicular and ovulatory phases, your metabolism is slightly slower. So you can eat fewer calories and you can eat lighter foods. And then also because of that up-leveling of estrogen, especially in ovulation where you have that surge, you want to use food strategically here to help your body break that estrogen down so you don't build up too much of an endometrial lining, so to speak, in that luteal phase and have heavier bleeding. So we use more raw vegetables and, and smoothies and salads. It's the easiest phase for women to do. It's also the shortest phase. It's only like three to four days, so you don't have to do it for very long. And then you're in the luteal phase. And once you cross over to the luteal phase, it's the longest phase of the cycle, 10 to 12 days, metabolism speeds up. So just fact, you need more calories, 280 more calories per day. Do not deprive yourself. If you do, you're going to throw off blood sugar, throw off insulin, throw off cortisol. Oh, that also throws off your, got it. Okay. So if you don't eat enough, you're going to be hypoglycemic, hyperglycemic in fits and starts. You're going to feel a brain foggy, anxious, cranky, moody, having, you know, if anybody's ever felt hangry, you don't want to be having that on steroids for 10 to 12 days, which is what will happen to you if you don't proactively eat the right calorie amount in that phase. My, I used to always assume I had, I was hypoglycemic because always I would be fine. And then all of a sudden I'd be like sweaty, felt like I was going to pass out. And I was like, I need sugar. I need something sugary. I need something sugary. You were probably just not, you know, eating enough in that phase of the cycle. And, and a lot of women don't feel well as a result, you know, and, and, and get sidetracked, you know, and then you think, what should I eat? You're afraid to eat, but carb strategic carbohydrate in, in that phase is important. So you want to eat root vegetables, things that do not, you know, kind of push a high glycemic response, lots of cooked vegetables. And then we also want to use food strategically here because with progesterone in that second half of the cycle present, which is the only time that it's present, it slows down the transit time in the gut. Why would we have a hormone do that? Just, just ask, you should ask that question. Why would, why would that happen? Well, it's because remember, you're going to make 3d print that organ. Mm. Yeah. It's a gift of progesterone to slow the transit time down in your gut so that you can, even though you're already a maximum extractor of nutrition from a digestive point of view compared to men, now you get a supercharged chance to extract the maximum amount of nutrients from your digestive process because progesterone slowing things down a little bit more so that you can get all those nutrients to make all those hormones for the luteal phase and help the endometrial process, right? So this is a good thing. This is a a thing that we want to have happen, but we also want to help you go to the bathroom. Yeah, (laughs) So you want to use food strategically. Fiber. Fiber. So lots more cruciferous vegetables. It also helps break down the estrogen that is present in that stage, in that phase of the cycle. 
cruciferous vegetables, whole grains, root vegetables, you know, all of those things contain a tremendous amount of, of fiber and it help make sure that you go. If you're somebody who's used seed cycling, you know, the flax and things. Can you explain seed cycling? Cause that's like a big one. I see a lot and I use the seeds. How, so how I do this is I look at your app. I see, Oh, okay. I'll, I ask this question. I look at the app. I see what phase I'm in and it says in the app food, it'll suggest food, grocery lists and recipes. And I always have, you know, I always have a couple proteins. I always have a lot of vegetables here and then I'll have brown rice or, you know, maybe it's a lentil or a chickpea or something. You know, I have like all the various yummy carbohydrates that you suggest in the book. And then I'll like make a bowl based on where my cycle is. And then I'll use whatever seeds are suggested for that cycle. It's just like a yummy, crunchy thing on top of a salad or a bowl. So for me, it's really not that complicated because I just have a guide, right? Right. So you don't have to think like, oh, I have to remember that this is this and this. It's not that deep. Yeah. Just download the app. It's just all, like download the app. <laughs> yeah. Download the app is free now. So everybody can use it and you don't have to pick between, you know, think of the MyFlow app as the, I mean, it is the, the official cycle syncing app. It, that's the method that I created. So that's the app that I built for that. And it, it's all correct. And so if you want the the best resource for your cycle syncing practice, the MyFlow app is really the one that you want to have. And you don't have to choose between that and any other period tracking app that you're using. You can you can use both because it does something very different, which is really about giving you that dietary guidance in each of the phases of your cycle, as opposed to just tracking your period, you know, because that's that's a good first place to start, but you need you need a lot more active engagement with the phases of your cycle. And yeah, I mean, seed cycling is, is great if you want to try it as a place to start, but it's certainly not enough to help you with the cycle singing process. And yes, you're using basically like pumpkin seeds and flax seeds in the first half of the cycle, and you're using sunflower seeds and sesame seeds in the second half of the cycle. It's a great thing to add on, but it's really the, the combination of correctly dialing in your caloric intake and then strategically using types of food and cooking methods in the in the different phases to help your body make and break down hormones efficiently right and so if these phases aren't all a week long how are we supposed to know what to do so exactly that's what the app will basically do for you right so you just have to put in your information mm-hmm. and then the app will tell you you're in this phase now you're in that phase now and it right. does change and some phases are longer than others and yes it's not each one is not a week at the same time you know and that's a question i get often is like well how precise do i have to be what if i ate an ovulatory meal and i i didn't yeah, realize i'm that, in the, yeah, the, yeah. the first day of my luteal phase you know the book and the and the company have the word flow in it for a reason because so too goes your cycle. It's not like, you know, you're in buckets. It's not yeah. like you're in the follicular bucket and then you jump out like a fish into the next bucket. You know, there's a there's a continuum, it flows together. So you don't have to worry about being perfect. And I think that's the other thing that's really healing because so much of diet culture really makes a woman feel like she has to be perfect and mm-hmm. do it perfectly right. And that's very toxic and not in alignment with, you know, you really working with your intuitive sense. Because I love how you always say like, you know, after you heard it the first time, you were like, gosh, this just is, I, 
feel this way, but I've just been like not letting myself hear those inner, the inner voice or the inner guidance of my body. Like you, you felt hungrier, you felt more social in one phase, you felt these different feelings, but you actively tried not to listen. Absolutely. Right. And so what I think healing beyond just keeping your hormones happy about using the cycle syncing method is it just really heals that wound uh, and really allows you to just, you know, live in the flow of yourself. I mean, which Mm -hmm. is always a good thing for somebody's mind and heart and spirit. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? If you are among them, if you're like me and among them, please know that you are not alone. Thinning is normal and Nutrafol helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. It is the only reason why my hair looks even kind of good. From postpartum to menopause, and no matter what your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. I took the postpartum formula for a year. Each is physician formulated using drug-free science-backed ingredients to get the most reliable results. Just go to Nutrafol.com and take their little hair health quiz. And that will identify the causes of your thinning hair and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. I don't know what else you could really ask for, right? Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription plus free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code everything. I'm going to tell you this. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within. It targets all the root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, metabolism, through whole body health. You couldn't ask for anything more. Find out why over 4,000 health professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code everything. That's Nutrafol.com promo code everything. So I'm looking at these questions because we have a lot of them. And what is really popping out to me is how out of whack everybody's cycles are right now. So a lot of them are like, how do I sync if my period is not accurate? Or how do I cycle sync if I'm on birth control or have a hormonal IUD? Or like, where do I start if my period isn't accurate at all? tips for irregular cycle girl. Yeah. I mean, it's really just seems well, like, first of all, I love that word like, accurate. Like I'm, I'm like, what's it? <laughs> yeah, It's a cute word, but no, I get what you're saying. How do I cycle think if my period is out of whack? Out of whack. Or just... yes. Let's talk about the wackadoodle cycle situation. All right. So if it's, if it's wacky, then it's harder to start with the cycle syncing method. And we don't recommend that you start if your cycle is not regular, right? Because you need to be able to track and understand which phase of the cycle you're in to, to then go ahead and do those changes with your food, with your fitness, right? So this is where women will come to Flow Living and go through our care plan, which is a dietary protocol coupled with our supplement formulations to help specifically address why your cycle is off. So for example, if you have a lot of PCOS symptoms and your cycle is, you know, non-existent, right? Mm -hmm. We've got to get your cycle back. You've got to start ovulating. You've got to start menstruating. The Restore product is formulated specifically for that. If you've been on birth control for years 
and you haven't gotten your cycle back, the balance formulation is really for that to help replenish all those micronutrients that were lost. You have basically, there's a way that you have to go about addressing these things. And we're experts at that. That's yeah. what flow living is for. So mm-hmm. come to the site. Now you can put in all your symptoms and then you can get your customized care plan right away for free. And then you can decide which what you want to start taking action on. But it, it really is about addressing the root causes of why your cycle is wacky in the first place. Once you get your cycle back on track, then you start cycle syncing as a preventative measure. Now, Mm. if you're somebody who just has some really bad PMS, right? Or maybe you just have some fibroids that are ongoing that you're dealing with, or even a diagnosis of endometriosis. I mean, there's only a finite amount of reasons that you would have a non-existent cycle. It would either be PCOS or amenorrhea due to birth control pills or amenorrhea due to overexercise or some sort of eating disorder, yeah. eat, right? So, so we've got to address, you know, the micronutrient replenishment in most cases for those type of women. For anybody else, if you have just a diagnosis of something like endo or fibroids or PMS, but your cycle is regular, even though you may have cramps and heavy bleeding, cycle syncing is the right place to start, okay. right? And then for those of you who are on the pill, and you don't have a cycle. And wait, if you're going to say, but wait, I'm bleeding every month. Nope, still not a cycle. Yeah. Just be really clear. Let's just like, let's just unequivocally clear this up. When you take synthetic hormone replacement therapy, which is what birth control is, mm-hmm. you- This includes hormonal IUDs, correct? Hormonal IUDs, rings, injections, implants, oh. anything. It shuts off- Toad your hormonal production, Got your it. sex hormone production. You do not make your own estrogen and progesterone anymore while you're taking those medications. That's why you have to take it every day, or that's why you have to wear it constantly because it secretes a very low dose. Like sometimes even, and a lot of women will say that they feel very different because the levels of hormones are so low that it's almost like you're in a pseudo menopausal state. Right? Oh, wow. Because in order for you not to ovulate and not to build an endometrial lining and not to go through the whole cycle, you have to have very, very low levels of hormones, which is what the, the levels secrete from these devices or this medication. What's really interesting is a study just came out. I haven't even had a chance to, to opine on it on my social feed yet, but they just discovered that there's likely three times the amount of hormonal suppression taking place with these medications than is needed. Oh, so, wow. So it's very likely that it's like overkill, essentially. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this this has not really been reevaluated since it was created some 60 years ago. I mean, it's 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 interesting. We're outdated, outdated it's, it's definitely older technology, right? And yeah. it was it was and I say that because that was originally designed to to help women not have their like sixth or seventh baby, you know, like, you know, and now it's has been used as sort of this catch all for anything, you know, menstrual disturbance related, but it's, you know, it's not working for women. They're not getting the results that they want. And then when they go off to try to have children or because they can't stay on it forever, there's a lot of cleanup and fallout that takes place. And skin rebounding with acne or, or other disruptions that you weren't anticipating because it's 
a known gut disruptor in the microbiome perspective. It's, mm. it, it's you know, it depletes your micronutrient levels. It changes your personality profoundly. It impacts your creativity and productivity. It affects who you're sexually attracted to from a mating point of view and not in a good way. And, and so it's just, it's a, it has a lot of opportunity costs. So, you know, if you're on it, because, you just explained my twenties. <laughs> like, if you, I mean, and if you're on it because you, and you're not sure why you're on it anymore, it's yeah. definitely a good thing to reevaluate. And there's a whole section in the book in the flow that kind of goes into this really deeply about, you know, what are all the things you really need to know about it? And I heard a male biohacker recently say, which I found really interesting that he came out and said that, which was like, you know, and this is not a position that I have ever articulated, but I thought it was interesting that he said it. And he was like, you know, this medication was really designed to make women fit into the male productivity schedule. Um, well, I hear so many women say they love not dealing with a period. You know, they're just like, can get their work done and it's not disruptive. Here's something that's really special to know, just in case you feel like you're not certain how much more successful or productive you'll be when you actually have your own hormones working in your brain and your body. I had the pleasure of, of chatting with this woman. She won Olympic gold in Tokyo for her sport. And she had been dealing with PCOS and had been on birth control for years and had been trying to meddle for years in her sport. And she, you know, started using the cycle syncing. Well, she read about it first and then she made this decision to go off of this medication against the wishes of her doctor. And she started cycle syncing and then she went to Tokyo and she won her, not only her first Olympics, but won gold. Amazing. Because she had her cyclical hormones back. So if you have any doubt that, and I've talked to many other Olympic athletes from other countries that have been, especially in the Scandinavian countries, far more progressive about this a lot sooner, earlier, like decades earlier in terms of like really understanding that we have to train female athletes differently based on cycle phases, who it was just normalized and mm -hmm. there was no pressure to be on birth control. So we, we need to appreciate that so many of the things that we think we should be doing are just part of a narrative that has, you know, is always worthy of you questioning, you know, is this right for me? Does this apply to me? And, mm -hmm. and what's on the other side of it? Like, just be curious, you know, what happens if you're not on that medication? How will you feel? What could it be like if you've not ever known that it's worth knowing before you're, you know, yeah. you don't, you don't have your period forever, you know, someday, someday that yeah. ends and then you're postmenopausal. And I think a lot That's of women, a whole other episode. Well, and a <laughs> lot of women experience like a feeling of loss when they stop their cycle. And I wrote about this in the book, in the flow, so many of them had been on, you know, perpetual birth control. And then, then they realized now that there's no more cycle. And you do kind of know, I think on a very deep level that the cycling aspect was something to enjoy and to be in, to be enjoying while you had it. And then when mm. you, you know, move beyond that, um, which is still postmenopausal years are also can be fantastic too. And that's a whole other conversation. But enjoy the season that you're in. If you're in your reproductive years, you're meant to have the cycle, make the cycle the best that it can be. It should be symptom-free. It should be suffering-free. And there's no need to suppress it. I mean, it's what nature intended for you to have. A lot of the questions also in here are about a very disruptive 
luteal phase and menstruation phase. I actually, you know what? I'm just going to ask my own question because this fucking applies to me. There really isn't anything more that I can do at this point. Like I am cycle syncing, even like, you know, I go to the, I like going to my same workout classes, but like I went yesterday and it was first day of my period. Oh no, I skipped yesterday because I was tired. I listened to my body. So I didn't go the day before. Did you take a walk? Yeah, I always make sure that I'm getting yeah. enough like little steps in like, or stretching I mean, or something. Let's be clear. This is I'm not here to advocate that you don't work out on your period, but you want to just maybe change up what you're doing, take a walk, mm-hmm. t- do some yoga. There's a great book by is it Bobby Clinnell? This woman wrote, I think it's the only book of its type. I have it in my personal library and it's yoga for women and there's specific yoga poses that she recommends for for your cycle phases, you know, and this is like a, a book that's been around for a long time. I think it's a great thing to do some yoga as well to open up the fascia to help the uterus do what it wants to do more efficiently. But yeah, you definitely movement is a good thing. You just may not want to go do your cardio class. No. Uh, So what I do is I have, you know, I take the same class that's really amazing for me. And then there's usually at least one or two songs during that class that are cardio heavy. And so I just don't do the cardio, you know, like I'll do like little slow squats or like maybe I'll use that time to breathe a little bit more. I'll just like, I'll, I'll modify, sit and yeah, like sit and stretch. I just stretch modify your, and, it, and yeah. I feel no shame in it. And it's great. And now kind of like, you know, the girls in the class know that when I'm on my period, I take that's it easier during yeah. certain times and that's fine. But I still am, you know, I mean, and now I have no coffee anymore and I don't have any caffeine on an empty stomach and, you know, I'm doing really, really great. I'm really listening to my body, but my period last month was a dream. I remember I talked about it with you the other day. And then this period has still been really hard for me. Like even talking to you right now, I'm super oh, so brain last foggy. Last month was really good. Yeah. Last month you had like the unicorn. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't I had the believe dream it. period. Dreamy, dreamy. Okay, mm-hmm. good. I'm glad that you know that that is possible. So all we would have to do at this point is investigate. Like if we were, you know, not recording for your podcast, I would specifically go in and say, okay, so what was different? We just have to look for the Delta. Was it elevated stress? Was it some travel that disrupted things? And, you know, was there something different that took place? More alcohol for social purposes, any Mm -hmm. and little, you know, because we're so sensitive and especially when you have a history of PCOS, you're more sensitive to those mm. little disruptions from mm-hmm. a blood sugar point of view. And perhaps this month it affected you. But the fact that you had the dream experience, don't look at that as the fluke. Look at that, study that month when you are tracking all those things in the app, what went right that you can continue to replicate mm-hmm. because that's, you know, the, and and the other thing to underscore here is there is no like one and done. Like you got that month was your dream dream month and now you can kind of coast, right? The idea is that you uh, always have, your hormones are always changing. They're always being affected by diet and lifestyle things. So we just have to keep adjusting and learning, you know? Yeah. So there, I would encourage you to dig deeper into looking back over the month yeah, what did out. I do? What what happened? Not anything that you did wrong per se. Don't don't come at it from that negative judgmental place, but just out of a curiosity, what was different 
that could have resulted in affecting me in this way, just so that you can identify it for yourself. Because you just came off a great month, it'll be really easy for you to say, oh, this is the thing that sticks out. And then you do the next experiment. So for yeah. this, now you're bleeding. So for the, if you figure it out while you're bleeding, because you're in your best analysis brain, well, right? I'm about to travel tomorrow. So I will be like- On the plane, <laughs> think it through, right? Mm-hmm. Think it through, make your list, go through your, your app and look at what you were tracking and then make your game plan for this next cycle. What do you need to adjust, right? Well, I'm, well, I'm saying I'm traveling like that's is all. I'm just going to enjoy my, I'm living La Dolce Vita the next three weeks. So, and that's going to be, I mean, whenever you do that, you know, your stress levels go down. My period's probably going to be fantastic. The next right. Because really, exactly. yeah. I, I always, it always just gets me in a nice headspace. Okay. How to cycle sync during luteal if you're trying to get pregnant during the two week wait, that shouldn't really affect anything, should it? Not at all. Yeah. You just live your life and just do okay. your thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, that will support the process. And then another question is blood sugar balance tips during luteal phase. But I think like, so a lot of these questions are, can very easily be answered if you just fully deep dive into the app. And I don't want to do a whole, I, I don't want this episode to come off like we're trying to like sell anyone a product. But well, this, the, the app is free. <laughs> so yeah, we're well, that's what I'm saying. So, that, so the app, that's so what I was saying. So the app yeah. is totally free. And there, it, unless you are going to make a large part of your life have these systems and notes and whole thing, it's too hard just input it all. But in I mean, let me, let me speak to the question, which is, you know, the fact of the matter is your blood sugar is more easily disrupted in the luteal phase because your metabolism has sped up. Mm. So the thing to really win right from the beginning, like if you get this right, you'll have a better chance throughout the day of feeling like your blood sugar is not tanking on you throughout the day. You've got to dial in breakfast. So get up and eat right away. Like, you know, it's like within the first 30 minutes, like get up, drink your glass of water, brush your teeth, have your bowel movement, go down and eat your breakfast. That should all take you 30 minutes. And then that, so that doing it quickly in the morning is important. So not I think having, that was the outlier this last month. I don't think yeah. I was eating breakfast quick enough. There you go. If you have an extended fast, especially in the luteal phase, then you're screwed from a blood sugar level, the blood sugar stability point of view, the whole progesterone, I'm sorry, the whole luteal phase. And that's going to throw off your whole cycle, right? Mm -hmm. So, so make sure you're eating early, no intermittent fasting, and then make sure you're eating a supercharged breakfast. Like this is the breakfast where you have a couple of eggs, lots of root veggies, ferment any vegetables that you want on top of that smoked salmon on some rye bread with some if you can find it please somebody who's listening please start making a2 cottage cheese i know the cottage cheese thing is having a moment and i'm here for it i know i never i've never seen a2 cottage cheese but there is there are farms that are exclusively using cows that only produce a2 milk so if they're making the a2 milk can one of these farms please start making the cottage cheese because it's, I used to love cottage cheese. I haven't had it in so long and I won't put any A1 dairy into my system because it's just not worth the, the uh, small. Oh man, I eat a lot of cottage cheese. 
So that's another thing to think about, right? We need we need like the A2 only dairy because that casein and that HA1 protein does open up the small intestinal fissures. And then we're starting to have like autoimmune and other things. And that can also disrupt the cycle and can make you feel weird. And, you know, mm, we don't want to okay. do that. But so, you know, but if you can find some or you can have, yo- you know, some A2 yogurt with some granola. And if you're going to do it in the luteal phase, put some whey protein in the yogurt, yeah, right? So right. your yogurt mm-hmm. goes from having like six grams of protein to 30 grams of protein, yeah. right? And then you measure out your granola. So it's a quarter cup serving. So it's not going to mess with your blood sugar with all the fat from the yogurt. Make sure the yogurt has fat if you're going to do. So just, you got to really dial in your breakfast in the luteal phase. And then you'll see the rest of the day, you're going to feel really nice. It's, I know it can feel like, well, is that even possible for me? But I guarantee you, you're probably under eating at breakfast, both in caloric value and in protein amount. So you want to strive for like 20 something grams of protein. Oh my God. That's so much protein. Okay. Oh yeah. Good to know. Couple of eggs, some, you know, leftover chicken from dinner, scoops of, you know, protein in your smoothie or whatever you don't do a smoothie in the luteal phase, but in your yogurt, things of that nature, and then some good amount of fat. And, and we want good- that much protein for luteal and menstrual phase or mostly just luteal phase? Luteal phase for sure. Menstrual phase, I always say you've got to follow your, you know, the the digestion fire really goes down the first yeah. day or two of the bleed. So I, I recommend more soups and stews, you know, you can take a break for a day. You're not good. You're not going to feel the same level of hunger in the luteal phase that you're going to feel in the menstrual phase for a day or two. And then you can get right back on it. But you, you know, but in your soups and stews, you can be putting, you know, a, be- a, a beef short rib in there that has the bone in that you're getting the collagen and all the wonderful nutrients from the bone in short rib and, and the meat, you know, as well from a protein point of view. So it doesn't have to look like you're eating a steak. Yeah. It can be part of something. That's this is the second easier. podcast in a row where someone has said the major importance of soups and stews. It's so funny. It, because mean, it, it's how people, oh my God, who was it? I can't remember her name. She's well, that it, beautiful, so, famous volleyball player. I remember her saying like two years ago, she's like, bone broth. Everybody thinks you're like a Gabrielle genius. Or Reese? Ge- Gabrielle Reese. She was yes. like, we all think we're these like weird geniuses for discovering bone broth all of a sudden. She goes, that's what people have been making for forever. Generations. You killed an animal, you put it in some water and you cooked it. And that's what the base of every meal was, was bones cooked in water. Well, and especially if you're, you know, menstrual phase and the postpartum phase are really identical in terms of my, you know, sort of like dietary needs. And well, oh, wow, that's except, except the postpartum I would say is on steroids, right? Because you yeah. just gave birth, but it's a similar thing in terms of trying to understand what you should be going for dietarily there. And so things that are easy to digest are important again, because your body's doing this thing, right? It's expelling the endometrial lining. It's focusing a lot of effort on that. So you want to kind of go easy on your digestion and there's nothing better than, you know, a slow cooked stew that's very easy to kind of go down to help with that process. Okay. What are we thinking is a dream? I think we should give everybody like dream breakfast for each phase to close out so we can give people. And I think that's a good, a really good indicator of how we're going to set ourselves up for the day. Start, start with breakfast. Get that right. Okay. 
in the follicular phase, you could have, you could do a smoothie. You could do smoothies in the follicular and ovulatory phase. You know, you can have like your protein, you could do a pea protein, you could do a whey protein, but you have to be mindful of the, the glycemic load. So this is not the time to do like bananas and heavy stuff, right? So some either a nut milk or just water, berries, and then I would do veg, like a handful of spinach, some avocado, and the protein, and keep it really lean. You could do some cacao if you wanted to, or other spices and herbs, but it's really low glycemic. You don't need a lot of calories this part of the cycle, so you don't have to load it up with tons of nut butters and bananas and sweet potatoes. And I would I think not that's where go- people really lose track with the smoothies is that you like, it's a lot of nut butter, which by the way, is great, but you don't need an avocado you don't, you don't, and you, almond milk and almond butter. And yeah, we have, to, we have to kind of have this perspective that like what looks good from a food porn Instagram, like, you know, thing is not necessarily good from a glycemic point of view. So it's pretty simple, like blueberries, some spinach, some water, your protein powder, some cinnamon, yep. a, a, a little bit of avocado. We're talking like, you know, if you if you cut it into quarters, a little quarter of an yep. avocado is plenty and you're good to go. That's good for the morning and have it right away. Okay, flax, mm-hmm. flax, eat more. Any fiber will slow down the transit time and help with blood sugars. That's, that's good. Then in the luteal phase, I mean, that's, I love eating. So that's like my favorite phase because I get to eat so much more. But, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you could do roasted root vegetable hash, you mm-hmm. know, in the morning with some scrambled eggs and chicken sausage. Okay. I'm making myself hungry. And then you could do smoked salmon with boiled eggs sliced on some avocados, like fat protein, fat protein, a little bit of like wholemeal rye you know, like that Scandi bread that looks like, you know, you could do something like that. You could do the Japanese breakfast that I love, which is, you know, you could do like buckwheat noodles, a hundred percent buckwheat noodles with grated steamed carrots, with daikon, with veggies all cooked. And then like couple poached eggs, some leftover fish that's cooked the night before all with some miso. I mean, you could eat, eat in that phase. And then menstrual breakfast, I like to, I really love doing like a veggie miso soup, usually with an egg. I do a lot of, I love eggs. I think eggs are an important food for everybody, but especially women who are trying to protect their fertility. So, you know, an egg is good all the mm. time, but sometimes I'll put in leftover cooked salmon that I flake into the miso soup as well. But I just go light, especially day one and two for breakfast in term, but getting in the proteins and nutrients and fats, a little seaweed crumbled into the soup, which is by the way, when I make soup, when I'm menstruating, I boil water, yeah. pour it into a bowl with a spoon of miso and take leftover veggies and throw it in the hot water. I mean, I don't do any cooking. I get yeah. off my feet and just sit and enjoy it. So I keep it easy. Amazing. Well, this has been, I mean, we could talk for 45 more years about all of this truly, but we are out of time. And so thank you so much. This was so helpful. I think, you know, I think the real lesson here is like really listening to everything you're saying to understand like what's actually happening with our bodies and 
if anybody's feeling overwhelmed by all this information, that it is just totally mapped out for you in the app. I mean, it's down to grocery lists and meal plans in there and meal and workout, ideas. And workout and videos. Workout, yeah. I, you, you can do it all. And yes, it's, it's you, you know, everyone was asking me for it years ago. So I'm, I'm happy that we were able to build it then. And, and now it's even more amazing. So use it. It's a free resource. And, and we just want everybody to be taking care of her hormones the way that they need to be cared for. Well, thank you so much. I just love you so much. And it was good to see you. Likewise. <laughs> All right. Take care. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.